Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back again to another episode of the Second Chance Podcast. Uh, this episode Ooh. is kind of a recap of season three. It's also late a week, but shut up. It's late a week because uh, we recently did our first live show, and there were some technical difficulties in uh, recording. So we the technical difficulties were Val has a, f- uh, a camera, a super nice camera that's that I bought so her. new. It doesn't have an audio in. It has Bluetooth, which it turns out when something only has the highest end shit, kind of useless. Yeah, it's in a not high end world. I, I actually Googled like. How do we connect shit then? And everybody's just like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Is it now a good time to announce that she's been fired because of the Bluetooth incident? Not only is it a good time, it's a great time. <laughs> Val will, is no longer with us. Oh. I mean, on the show, you know, I mean, she's she's, she's not alive. dead. She's not dead per se. She's dead to us. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, Dimitri, you had a you had a pretty good theory. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the one, the only, the Greek savior of the masses, Mr. Hamilton. I think that's the finest uh, intro I've ever had. Thank you. I legitimate thought there was a drum roll happening, but it's the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like. Uh, the 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 one of the what are you in Lippy? The Long Island Paranormal Association. Oh, so with that's uh, an A. L I P. Not LIPA. Closer to the mic, they please, no Val. Exist. Um, Get so in there. with Lippy. Uh, oh, it's got to like almost. Touch yeah, you kind of want to be, oh, yeah, gotta be it, right okay? up on top of it. So uh, with Lippy, it's Long Island Paranormal Investigators. I am one of the lead investigators. I help run the group with the founder, Michael Cardnudo. We've been uh, investigating the paranormal for 16 years, and I am uh, been doing it with the group for over 12. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> On our end, we heard a lot of static. We I did. might artificially add some, cool, so that the people can enjoy it. That's it awesome. Was a ghost. So you're a, le- oh, a ghost. So lead invest one of the lead investigators for yep. the Long Island Paranormal Institute of Technology. Uh, what's the website? www.liparanormalinvestigators.com. Excellent. And he's joining us today because Val finally stole his wife. That's it. They left. Fun fact. If you hear children in the background playing, it's because uh, it worked out exactly like Val had wanted. They uh, managed to clone two more Winstons, so there's three of them now. Excellent. And uh, they're happily uh, living up in Letterkenny. <laughs> Letterkenny, uh, Today's episode, by the way. Episode. Episode. I was trying to go Canadian, <laughs> and I failed. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Letterkenny on Hulu. Brand new season coming to you October 6th. Something like that. October 6th, it's the greatest show of all time. They don't actually sponsor us, but if any of you know anyone from Letterkenny, not the fictional town or the real town, because there's a real Letterkenny, but the TV town, uh, make them listen to the show. I think they would like it. Not this episode. This episode's going to be bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this episode's just recapping all the shit that's gone and on. And it's this really season. great when, uh, you know, one of the persons that's here does contributed nothing to the that's entire nothing. season. So not, I'm just going to be like, I only, listen. To not like, only did you not help. You weren't even at the convention where nope. our live show <laughs> where was. We were. Nope. You were camping. I was. I was. Uh, now, I'm pretty sure that this season is going to cap off with you winning. Me? I, I think Charlie. That, <laughs> I, I think a big, a big thing we probably need to implement is to counting. our fourth you know, season counting. is like probably a tally. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a lot of fuzzy math. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like the math is pretty clear. <laughs> I feel like the math is uh, pretty 
<laughs> but you know, uh, we're excited because you know we're going to close out season three. Uh, actually, I think we're exactly the same amount of episodes as season two, nine. Right, this last one was episode nine. Oh, because uh, this the live episode was supposed to be ten. I'm useless. I do not have my phone in my know. hands. But if the live episode was supposed to be I'm ten, like two tall this boys would be ten. This this will be ten. But technically, I don't think this is going to count in like the season count. Like ca- canonically. Yeah, this I is said it. canonically. I've been struggling to say that word all week. Uh, no, I think this is like a recap episode. You know, we're not doing movies, so Last you can time. you can just go ahead and check right the fuck out if that's what you're coming <laughs> here for. We did, ha- you know, if you came here for the central conceit of the show, tough titty. I'm not we even going to tell you what the show's about. We are going to go Simpsons. Oh, but we are style. the Second Chance Podcast. Two <laughs> ndchancepodcast.com. Uh, I'll tell them. This we is the, take this a is movie. The, no, no, no. This is the podcast where I cry desperately to Abby to come back to me from Val and Perfect. give me a happen. second chance. I've, oh, nice. <laughs> so, oh, perfect. I like it. You have uh, two minutes to explain. That's a long you, ass time. To explain to you, or less, to explain to your wife of how many years? I don't know. A bad start. We're off to a bad start for not only the podcast, but for your marriage. You're three kids deep, and I do not mean that in the Michael Jackson way. Uh, Is that like a two-knuckler or a three-knuckler? Uh, you only have two knuckles. I, don't I call know. bullshit, by sideways? the way. Yeah, There's it's three definitely three knuckles. But it can only go sideways. But what? try fighting with the little knuckle is what, is what Wayne says in Letterkenny. Uh, Dimitri, yeah. win back your wife verbally. Um, the way you won her in the first place was with your mouth. This time, double down. What can you plan your your silver anniversary or whatever the hell you're coming up to? Uh, let's see. We've been together 15 years. I'm gonna um, put some uh, music behind that. Ooh, make it like really romantic so that I can say stupid things and it just nice. doesn't work. Um, butts, 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 fucking butts. What butts, would I butts, say? Fucking butts, butts, I would butts. say there is. Uh, you've not much a great done everything you could with me, and I don't really blame you. <laughs> so you just acquiesce. That, there you go. That, that's it. You just you're gonna just like. I get the kids. So uh, since Val left with, so Abby you super dog, lost. So I get the kids, <laughs> which means I get the alimony. Always act like you're about to kiss the mic, not in distance, but like when you look at me, the people hear you less. I just okay. Googled it. There are three knuckles in a finger. Fuck you, Wayne. But Ooh. try fighting with the front knuckle, the one under your nail. No, I know. Have it's, you ever it's not a, a fighting knuckle. somebody? Because then well, maybe that's not that a knuckle. Would you work. think that's a knuckle? Tiger claw. Tiger claw. 100 points. Wow. Off the rails in seven minutes flat. Val would be proud. Uh, so we went to Tropicon. Tropicon. Uh, they were expecting a turnout of 300. And ladies and gentlemen, they fucking had an attendance of over one. Thousand people, one thousand people without a website. Yeah, they did that on awesome. Instagram and the Facebook and probably the Twitter machine. It was a surprisingly fun convention because it was spread out enough that people weren't on top of each other. I was shocked at the amount of room they allotted us. Yeah, it was great. And next year they're going to give us even more room, so it's going to be a lot and of. We're going to have a three-hour time slot. Yeah, because we had a record-setting live attendance. Yeah, I the mean, record was thousands of people. Seven. Uh, but that's way more than our last live show, which didn't exist. We had a, so many children. I got to give a shout out uh, to our guest for the live podcast, Chris From Sorrentino. From the Super Live Podcast. Super Live Adventure Podcast. He did a fucking amazing rendition of Boondock Saints. I'm going to try to still pull some audio. Maybe we can like cut it into this a little bit. If we can maybe get, because his mic apparently was clear. Yeah. But ours was And I trash. was screaming, so a lot of people heard me, apparently. Yeah. 
Because I was just like, I'm going to project. Yeah, but we were real muffled. So maybe I can pull his pitch because it was really, really good. Yeah, he was solid. His uh, Boondock Saints was set. Uh, it was uh, it was a set in a school. school. Yeah. Uh, specifically a Catholic school. And his rule was uh, was a school. Uh, and no, it had to be well starring women. Yep. And it had to be a John Hughes movie. Yes, yes, yes. So Catholic school girls version of Boondock Saints. Uh, I know it made me hard. I mean, who would? Those skirts. <laughs> the skirts alone. It's it the skirts that do it. It's the little jumpers. That's what does it for me. That's what happens. Uh, we pitched the major fifth element, which was the fifth element if Lin-Manuel Miranda was doing a stage production of it. Yep. And uh, I don't remember our other rules. Uh, it was had to be a musical? gay rom-com. Oh, yeah. And we absolutely replaced Lilo Dallas Multipass uh, with Obi-Wan Kenobi himself. Yep. And Bruce uh, Willis was uh, the man himself, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it was very, it was, uh, it was great. That you was guys, yeah. you guys should all come to Long Island. I think next that time like, we vaguely tell you about a live show. I think like the three people that were actually at the live show enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, there was an old lady who, like, I was she chuckled a couple times, petrified because she was with like a young guy. Uh, she was having, she smiled, she applauded. I'm very happy the kids left about ten minutes in. I was real concerned because I, I literally tried to do crowd work and I went to a little kid, Dimitri, who's about your, your middle son's age. And I went, hey, man, what is your favorite movie? And the kid responded, don't have one. Oh, I was like, oh, because he's never seen one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. 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 That's that's called bad parenting, though. I mean, if you're eight years old and you haven't seen a movie yet. Uh, I just think I, I think they panicked. It's too much pressure for the little nerd. That's true. But uh New season, new opportunities. We are going to take a little break yep. as we as we plan the new show. We Not are, as long as previous breaks. We're, we are coming back in a more timely fashion. We're going to announce it. Uh, we have. Uh, you might be hearing this for the first time, uh, listening to the old, listening through the old Facebook page for Six and Sixty. Uh, my old podcast is now over, uh, but I am going to use that Facebook page as a second second chance podcast page because, frankly, there's more likes on it. Uh, my my old my old writing partner who might join us for next season, uh, he claimed the Instagram uh, for the old show and made it about his bagpiping. Uh, so I'm going to steal the Facebook and make it about the podcast. So there's going to be two homes cool. for uh, the more the merrier is what I say. Uh, but if you listen, check us out. Two uh, ndchancepodcast.com is where you would rate, you'd comment, you'd subscribe, you'd listen. Now here's the important stuff. Uh, Dimitri, yes. you're a uh, you're a listener. I am. What do you hate about me and Sean's show? Tell us why you look in our eyes. Ooh, but you lose me on the mic, so I have to like <laughs> rotate. I wish there was a video for this. Um, <laughs> My phone's in the I living room. What do I not like about the show? Actually, I really enjoy the show a lot. Uh, Seems like a lie things, out the gate. <laughs> one of the things that always uh, cracks me up is uh, as Val will complain Val's about complete later, lack of knowledge. Is her is her. Lack of sometimes just pure effort. Oh no, zero <laughs> effort on Val's part. The uh, question is, will Val listen I, to I this? I did. I did put in. I mentioned it. I think to both of you guys. Uh, the next, the new rule for oh yeah, you next season. Rule. Uh, if you want to implement that, and that is, uh, the rule would be, you have to make a pitch like one of the other. Host I love show. that. Yeah, I so, just want to pull Val. So I know we all <laughs> hope we pull Val, so we don't have to do anything. It's like yeah, just yeah, yeah, read yeah, I'm the, do the whole on IMDb. Yeah, good. Yep. I don't think she does that. However, you know what's really funny about, about my sweet, sweet Val? Uh, I have told her, I think it would be funny, don't watch the movie. Don't look up the movie. Just base it on the title. I would love to see like if she never saw Shawshank Redemption, 
what she thinks Shawshank Redemption is. Now that's not a that's a bad example. Because everybody's seen Shawshank it. Redemption. No, it's just because we've done it. Because I don't think she did. <laughs> I did Shawshank. I don't think she saw Boondock Saints too. Oh no, she loves Boondock Saints. Oh, interesting. I don't think she's seen Jaws. Funny story. I haven't seen Boondock Saints too. What? They had a Latino, so I prefer it. Uh, I, I just watched it. I was like, I'm gonna leave Boondock Saints one untouched in my mind. Not a bad call, but Boondock Saints 2 has its moments. There are so, days when I'm literally sitting in bed like, what should I watch? And I'm like, Boondock Saints 2? Not today. <laughs> I One on your deathbed, I'm going to show it to you. Oh, yeah, that's, that's probably going to be it. I have also not seen Boondock Saints 2. I saw the first one. I love the first one. And I bought the second one as a gift to Abby because that's one of her favorite movies is the first Boondock Saints. And it's excellent. God, they're fucking and meant to be together. Oh, my God. So... I bought her the bum, sequel bum, bum, on bum, Blu-ray, bum, and bum. to this day, it is still in a cellophane. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very good. It's no Boondock Saints 1, but nothing is. No. I think the biggest thing for me is how terrible Sean Patrick Flannery aged in the short amount of time. Well, because he went from the stud to the dud. Yeah, no, 100%. And like, not only that, but like, the characters worked in Boondock Saints 1 because they were new. They were, you know, we've never seen those characters. There was nothing to base it on. I have you to know? be totally honest, though. The the it picks up in a great place. I don't mean I don't mean story wise. I mean acting wise. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, Homeboy was was powder. Yeah, the famous one was powder. But it's it's more just like watching another movie of that. I feel like the the accents and the the charm of the Irish theme. They it's, really it's, hammered home. They're in Ireland to start. Hard uh, I got to tell you, part of it is is uh, I love the movie. I adore the movie uh, in every sort of nerdy film guy way. Yeah. Uh, but the second movie I also saw and I loved because again you had a it was a Mexican character, but I'm like close enough. <laughs> um, and then I went to the DVD release party. That's actually there's oh, really? a signed poster in the office made out to me and my brother, uh, where I met everyone and hanging out with with Norman Reedus. It is what he seems you, like a cool ass. It's dude. what you'd hope. Now I don't know what happened, but I do you, have the were need you to too tell. Drunk? A nor- well, um, I went to the party in New York, wound up getting hammered with the director and a couple of the actors, to the point where they were like, "Are you coming to the St. Patrick's Day Boston party?" And I went, "No, I don't have money to do that." And they bought me a Chinatown like bus what? ticket, so they paid for it. So when I went. I was so like grateful. I went you blew and I was like, I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go with enough money to at least buy a couple rounds of shots for like director, his brother who does the who who does work on the film, uh, and whoever's there. So Norman Reedus showed up, and I was hanging out with these fucking uh, these people, and this one girl when she met Norman Reedus started hysterically crying, wow. fell to her knees, and Norman Reedus looked Norman Reedus looked at me, as if to say, please God help, <laughs> and I went. Hey, man, I got you a drink. And he, like, stepped over this girl and <laughs> let me buy him a drink. Now, I have a picture. It's on my Facebook. It's I look terrible, but I'll post it. It's uh, He flips off the camera so people couldn't sell his pictures. That's, like, a thing he's always done. He does it now, too, unless you pay it like a con. I tell you all of that to tell you this. There were girls there who were, this is well before Walking Dead, were collecting his cigarette butts. That's so In, weird. like, albums. Um... But I saw him go into the, like, tour bus that he didn't come in (laughs) with random miniskirt fan, number one. 
and I'd see him come out. Or I'd see her leave. Then I'd see him come out. He'd have a drink. He'd have a smoke. Some girl would collect a butt. He'd find another girl. They would go back into the bus. So he may have been giving them a tour of the tour bus, which I don't think happened in I'm, my heart. I'm going to say that happened. I like to think he's a good Christian boy. I think he is a good Christian boy who <laughs> ravaged uh, girls who were desperate to be ravaged. One of the best nights of my life. A bunch of the bands from the second album played. Uh, it was it was goddamn glorious. So Boondock Saints 2, in my mind... Well, that holds a special place for you then. And it's also like the closest I got to knowing that if I was ever allowed to be in Inner Circles, like not only would I make it, I'd flourish. Because <laughs> the one in New York, we were literally at that place like till they kicked the director out just doing shots. I didn't fucking pay for anything. So generous, so appreciative of... Of fandom, and I know he like said some racist shit in that documentary, oh, I but I really know. do think they did a weird documentary about behind the scenes. He thought he was going to be Kevin Smith. His band, the Boondock Saints, that first uh, movie, all that's his band's music, hmm. and it's fucking kind of great. Um, he thought he was going to be this big, huge megastar, so the documentary is framed in a way of like, look at this putz who didn't make it, and it's what? because he's a misogynist and he sucks. I don't want to say the name of the documentary because I don't want anyone to watch it because yeah. fuck it. Like, it, it seems like a, sh a smear job because we've all said dumb shit when we felt comfortable that we half meant. Oh, God, we say the worst shit. I say it to my wife's face half the time. Yeah, I mean, again, we were considering killing her off in the show. Oh, yeah, that was a that, that literally came up like 10 minutes ago. But Do you think we're it's wings, the guy had something against, her, uh, against him and so he I know edited I, it that way? I know if tomorrow Rock, if The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, hired me to be his assistant, as much as I love The Rock, love wrestling, love movies, love him as a human, at some point I feel like I would have a fuck this guy moment Everybody because does. of the He's amazing life. So like if I was given the ability to edit something to make a hero of mine who then I get inside an inside look at what must be this magical life. Um, I even know I would have to fight the devil on my shoulder saying, like, make him look like a asshole. Well, yeah. they say never meet your heroes. That's probably why. So far, every hero I've met has been dope. I don't meet my heroes. There is one exception that I will make. No. Charlie Rivera. No. The one. Ex so I, I've had the opportunity many times to do like something like what you're saying where like I was invited to a party where so and so is going to be I don't do it because I to me I'm like that's a fucking person he worked his job and did a good job cool doesn't make him fucking better than me it doesn't make him anything he's uh, good see, at his I, job I, I have like hero worship problems. No, no, I, I there's one person that I have an exception to for that Dick Van Dyke Oh, I thought it was going to be is Keanu. That, that's the safest. First of all, the second safest choice is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but Dick Van Dyke, there's so many stories about him being generous and kind. And it shit. doesn't even come down to that. It comes down to like when I was a kid growing up, like I was huge Mary Poppins fan, huge Chitty Chitty Bang Bang fan, you know. And like I look back at those characters now and I'm like, that had a huge impact on like who I am with just like be a good fucking dude. You know, don't yeah. don't worry about what people fucking say and like be weird. Weird's cool. Be you know, that's you know, it's all a matter of perspective, you know. I feel like anyone I have a version of hero worship for, it's the reason I Oh, I also them watched so Dick Van Dyke show on Nick at Night because I was a weird little kid and I would watch Nick at Night like I, I had this thing where I 
my parents actually took me to a psychiatrist because I didn't sleep. I mean, like, and I don't mean like, oh, I was up late. No, 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 no. I went to bed and I stayed awake until my dad got up to go to work. This explains a lot. And they they didn't know why. I wouldn't tell them why. Finally, they brought me to a psychiatrist and they coaxed it out of me that when my parents went to bed, I had to stay awake to protect my sisters. Aww. Like, in my brain, that's what it was. And because of that, there were a few... There was a long time where I would... Do you remember Block Party Summer? Yes. On Nick at Night? I watched every fucking episode of I Love Lucy. I watched every fucking episode of The Munsters. I watched every episode that of The That just sounds Adams like Family a life well lived. And Gilligan's and Dick Van Dyke Show. You lost and me at Gilligan's Island. That show was garbage. How dare you, sir? I'm sorry. I have I to admit, me some Gilligan Gilligan's Island. was low on my list of, of oh, Nick at Night it. shows. Compared to I Love, I love Lucy, it. it's trash. My favorite, Bewitched. Is it just because you were like, oh, I wish I had a genie? No. Well, Bewitched is the witch. Hence the witch in the title. That was I, with it, Darren Stevens and Tabitha. I Dream of Genie was the genie. Yeah, I Dream oh. of Genie is where you're there. Go, keep going. Do, 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 do. Ah, that made me happy. But uh, no, I used to watch Bewitched because, and it's so funny because I actually did a paper in college about why uh, Dick York was a better Darren on Bewitched than Dick Sargent. I like your style. Yeah, because the guy was like, write a comparison essay. And I was like, mm, yeah, all right. You're like, they're both dicks. Uh, no, but every hero I've ever had, like John Leguizamo, huge hero, met him, a fucking gentleman, a, a nice guy, gave me it. more than I could have imagined. And it was like one of those situations where uh, a, a, an acquaintance of ours recently met some actors from Batman. Which Batman? Uh, from, uh, I, I, think, I think it was both from Batman 1. Because it was... Uh, it was Keaton. Uh, it wasn't. It, he didn't meet physically Keaton. It no, but I mean Keaton like the Batman. Keaton Batman. Um, okay, because Batman one, there's like four different ones. That's true. <laughs> um, and he was just disappointed they didn't like his cosplay. He dressed up like Bruce Wayne, and no one gave a shit. Um, no, no offense if you're listening, uh, but no one gave a shit because no one ever gives a shit because uh, ever because they're there to get paid. But in my experience. I've always been fortunate that the people I like, give a shit about meeting. They give a shit back. In weird ways. CM Punk, I, I couldn't afford an autograph. Um, so when I went up to when I went up to Punk at a convention a couple years ago, I was like, hey man, I just wanted to like thank you for being fucking awesome. And he was like, Oh, thanks. And he gave me like a real like a real handshake and like a real yeah. moment of his time for free 99. And that's a dude that everyone's like, he's a fucking asshole. I'm like, yeah, maybe you get sometimes well, what because you when have you've been online for, for fucking 30 hours shaking hands and taking photos, yeah, I would be a dick too. Meanwhile, you know, I would be a dick after the first three people's hands I shook. Meanwhile, that same convention, he squeezed in uh, signing an autograph for my boys because they're yeah. really into wrestling and. Stuff like that. But again, I think they can they can smell the desire. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, another it's great desperation. Negasonic Teenage Warhead wanted nothing to do with our Ghostbusters <laughs> oh, yeah. setup. Couple, that same CM Punk here. <laughs> that was fun. But though. her girlfriend. She was super nice. Was like, what? Super nice. Dorks. I love them. Yeah. So we were like, come, come, come bring the TV. Come bring the Deadpool co-star <laughs> with you. And uh, took a great photo and. Was just super. My wife splooged. Oh, Negasonic is just delicious. Gorgeous. Um, 
but I, I always think it's mm. I think it's interesting because well, that's like uh, the next year with our the gentleman in the scholar Brandon Ruth. How could I forget how Ralph. kind Brandon uh, Brandon Ruth was to us? Ralph Ralph Ruth. I think now it's you've Ralph. actually convinced me. I know. I know. I, I'm confused myself because Brandon I Ralph always say it wrong. It's Schneef. Schneef. <laughs> I would sniff his dandruff. Uh, no, but he was like super fucking cool for no reason and not only that but like i know this is probably bullshit but like when we were like you should fucking make a dylan dog show and he was like that's a fucking good idea i think (laughs) but part of me is like oh we can hope this is the same dude who got cast as superman and then immediately was like i'm gonna marry my wife he's a good dude so i don't imagine a lot of his life has been like bullshitting how people how can i make more money for me yeah so i think sometimes it's one of those dumb things that like genuinely i don't think he'd fucking call to give us a producer credit no, no. but i do think in his head and in his heart he's like those two fucking chubby fucks good idea like they really like my dylan dog movie dylan dog i i fucking love dylan Dog. Oh we have to God, add that so to the list good. dylan dog is great i think it's on there I don't think it is, uh, but like check. we'll double check. Fucking Dylan Dog is so underrated. And Who what, and uh, the kid Sam Huntington, is that it? Or the sidekick guy. The sidekick. That guy is so underrated. Between that and being oh, human, being human was amazing. Excellent. Oh, I love being human. Oh yeah. I'm really sad that ended. Uh, Dimitri, what hero would you be afraid to meet, but ultimately would pull that trigger? I mean. I've had some really good experiences like you guys were talking about, um, but for me, it's a lot of the superhero actors. Uh, I know Dan Aykroyd is one that I've always wanted to meet, and when I finally did meet him, he was great. I signed my Proton Pack. You know, he's always very pro-fan for the most part. Uh, Yeah, Dan's a good guy. I remember when I was younger, and my folks went to a convention, and my phone rings, and I answer it, and my dad's like, hold on, I have someone for you. And on the other line was John Wesley Ship, the Flash oh, the from the Flash. 1990s TV uh-huh. show. And the Flash is peppy. And he didn't have to take the time to sit on a phone and talk to a fan from far away, but he did. And it was, it was a really cool thing. That's awesome. And so when I met him in the future, he was, he was really cool. Did you tell him that story? I did. And, and he was like, I he, remember. He said he remembered, but I mean, yeah, who, whether he did or not. All who those drugs, I highly doubt it. Who haven't you met? Uh who haven't I met? That you would like to. Nervously I do want to tell meet. my Jared Padalecki story if we got time. But yeah, um, fucking, I'll do whatever so, I want. Nice. So I met. I'm going to stop recording. I, I'm Sean. During, <laughs> Don't tell him. During Friday the 13th, the remake, he was on tour and he was at New York Comic Con doing a signing. And I went to the con and I waited on this line that the staff told me was for Jared Padalecki. And me and Abby and my brother all got on a line super early. And they started a secondary line and didn't tell us to move over. So we kind of got, like, shafted, and we fought, and we kind of, like, got our way worked back into the line. And uh, they were saying, well, fine, you can get back in the line, but no photos, no nothing, no this, that, the other thing. And Jared heard that, and he's like, no, fuck those guys. He's like, come over here. And he's like, puts his arm around us and stuff like that. He's like, smile, take pictures. He's like, do whatever you want. That's and awesome. He was really. Oh, he like seems like super, a really cool guy. Super chill. Yeah, he really is. So honestly, I don't think there's a single person from Supernatural that I assume is a dick. No, no. You have to imagine so. there must be one. I'm sure uh, there is, uh, but not, not in the prima donna way that I I would think. I'm sure. Like, look, there are people that just don't like people. 
my wife, case in point. And <laughs> his wife, ex wife, <laughs> but like you know, and I understand that completely. Like especially like if you're an actor and you're the type of person that people notice a lot, and that gets to a point where, which is exactly why I don't do that. I don't go to conventions because I'm not. That's not the same as like, oh hi, I'm Sean. Nice to meet you. Like it's it's not that. It's a staged you know me cute and i don't like that yeah. idea and that's why like i i never take people that are like oh he was a dick to me to con like yeah no he was just a yeah, dick no, because he, he was at a con did like, he do his job what did you pay for what did you get right yeah. well for me i don't usually go out of my way for a ton of celebrities uh i did like the power ranger guys because i grew up on power rangers love that shit and I, I yes, have, morph time. I have even a that. I, I just, it's not even that I don't want to meet them. I'm just sort of like, they exist. I will tell you this. You know what it is. It's Jason not David Frank knows where his bread is buttered. Oh, I'm sure. And oh, he yeah. like all but danced with me. Like he's the nicest guy. He's a total wrestling carny. Oh, I yeah. went up for one photo. I left with twelve. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Uh great guy though. Continue, D. So he, uh, so these guys that I. I I want their autographs and stuff like that. I, I actually care less about meeting them than I do about having the collection for my stuff, like meeting the Red Ranger and stuff and getting the stuff signed. I'm not going to sell it. I have zero intention. All of it's personalized to me, but I like to have it with my, like my figures That's and so stuff like that. I've never held. I know, like Charlie. Like if we look at, if you guys could see the room we're in, obviously Charlie likes to collect things. <laughs> But, like, I've never been, I guess sentimental is not the right word, but I've never been a collector in the sense of, like, this holds more value to me than the value of what it is. Like, if I buy something for $30, in my brain, the value of that is $30. Right. Regardless of the, the you know, the beyond whatever it is. Like, you might tell me, but it's worth $200. i am like, yeah, but I paid $30, so it's yeah. worth $30. So it's for, actually worth so 10 me, I yeah. paid it's $30. Not I opened even, it and it's, played with it. It's not even the cost. It's just something I just that mean, I want to have for me. I'm not a collector in that right. sense. Yeah, right. you, you know what's really funny about the collection and the part that means, the parts that mean the most to me is for the, by and large, I'm an out-of-box collector, Thus nullifying its value. Yeah, me too. Uh, for me, it's I. This is a weird place to go on this podcast. Uh, it, things didn't go the way I was expecting. Things when you imagine your life as a kid, a lot of people just are like I want a wife and family and a house and blah blah blah. I genuinely was expecting a different life than the one I got. So these little trinkets, Blunt Man and Chronic. The Ghostbuster toys, the Funko Pops, they're the wish fulfillment of like what life would have been like. Because if I was a billionaire, I would just have a DeLorean. I'd have the Ecto-1. I'd have the General Lee, but with a Puerto Rican flag because I'm not <laughs> a weirdo. Um, the General Jose would be up in my front lawn. So it's it's interesting because it doesn't actually... My, uh, my old co-host, Gerard collected stuff for its value he looked at it all like oh i have a hundred pops it's worth 600 bucks to which is just like oh you wind up with a lot of shit you don't want even in my collection a lot of my stuff is gifts in the wall behind me which is like my pop wall there's a bunch of characters i like don't give a fuck about (laughs) whereas my you know my my movie needs the boondock saints bill and ted 
fucking, uh, uh, you know, the guys from Dodgeball, my Superman pops, those those characters, my Daredevil. There's certain things and certain people that resonate at a higher frequency to me. So it's not, it went, I used to love autographs, like especially with wrestlers. It's moved to the handshake. A lot of yeah. times I'm buying something to get a like, hey, man, thanks for like getting bopped in the head in the 90s. Because like, damn, did I love wrestling and the AEW guys. I find myself buying their shit almost as a like, thank you. Thanks. I'm, wa- I'm watching it. Thank you. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, it's it's a for, funny situation, though, because like for me, especially like I've had such a I don't want to say stringent, but I've had such like an uh, an upbringing where. I was never into, like, I liked Power Rangers. I liked, I was never really into wrestling, but, like. So good. I know, but, like. Uh, it was better than. I was brought up by, like. AEW's pretty swell. My oh, parents now, used to always laugh because they were, like, when I was a kid, I always fit better with adults. You than, were a little man. Yeah. And, like, because of that, like, I liked. I'm still not. When I was growing up, like my music, I was like, I like the Beach Boys and Elvis and the Beatles. And I watched Ghostbusters and Indiana Jones and like young Indiana Jones. A lot of things that were just a little out there. But it's funny because like I really don't want to meet Harrison Ford. Like no. honestly, he's in so many movies that I love. You know, I'm I'm a Well, what would you let's say you bumped into him? What would you say? Nothing. You just bump into him. You're I, not going to apologize. I, w- I would, yeah, fuck them. Honestly, at that point, I would try to excuse me. I would not say anything to him because, like, it could be worse. A Millennium Falcon door could have fallen on your toe. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, you know what he would say to you, though? He'd say, oh, oh yeah, but but like it's it's just such a weird situation because, like, in my head, I'm like, I love what this guy has done. I don't want that ta- taken away from me by learning something about him that, and honestly, I don't need to know. Yeah, you know what's cool, though, is, it, and again, I'm not trying to coerce you into it. It's probably the safest way to live. I've been so lucky, and I think it's because I reek of being a fan. Like, I ne- I don't, I would like to think I never come across as desperate, and I never come across as, like, I'm going to fuck you and I'm going to sell this autograph. <laughs> when I met Lita from the WWE F at the time, when I tell you I forgot what social interactions were, because, like, I have been in actively in love with that character for so long, meeting the actress behind the character. I was starting out, started out fine. I'm like, oh, thank you for everything you've done. You're you're really amazing. And then all she had to do was respond. And suddenly I was like, one time I was at SmackDown and you were at SmackDown and I was in the third row. And I was like, oh, my God, it's you. And I was like, yeah, go lead it. And you, like, saw me. It was fucking crazy. Do you remember seeing me? Was that an important memory for you? Um the only other time that I happened with the head during that match, I don't remember. <laughs> with another female wrestler, AJ Lee, I met and I was super cool and she's gorgeous. Uh, CM Punk's wife in real life. And I, I was wearing a Dolph Ziggler shirt and she was Dolph Ziggler's manager at the time. So as she hands me back the, the autograph, at a, it was like a WrestleMania convention sort of thing. Uh, she just goes, nice shirt. And I forgot English. <laughs> like it is such a weird roll of the die <laughs> with what's going to come out. Because, again, that kid who met the, the Batman characters, he's like, I'm Bruce Wayne. And they were like, no one's ever given a fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm always on the tip of that iceberg of falling in. I could either be talking to Negasonic Teenage Warhead where I'm like, hey, how you doing? Your girlfriend seems dope. Uh, would you mind taking a picture? And her being like, yeah, sounds great. Thanks. Here's patches. Here's stickers. Um, or it's going to be me being like. But, like, let's say that you met one of those people that you were in love Emilio with for Ivich. so long. 
and Neil she Yolivich was going to be a problem. And she was literally just like, "Oh, hey, fuck you, I'm, tubby." I would jerk you know? off so violently after. I'm a real low risk guy. <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> then the next time you watched fucking Fifth Element, would you just be like, oh, fucking "No, it would literally be like, hey guys, she told me to go fuck myself once, so I jaded off in Sean and fucking Val's apartment." Because, like, that's the thing for me is, like... It was clearly an invite, not an insult. <laughs> especially, like, Harrison You're afraid Ford. it'll go bad. It's not even that I'm afraid it'll go bad. It's just, you like, know it'll I... go bad because of your older. You just know that they're people. <laughs> they're going to have bad days and bad social interactions are going to happen. It's, now, have you, it's not even you... that. It's I love the character. Right. I understand. And you don't get to meet And, the like, character. Harrison Ford could be a total dick. And I don't want to know that definitely because not, I want... I want the character. To me, uh, Indiana Jones and Han Solo are two different people. Yeah. Right. yeah yes, yeah. they are both Harrison Ford, but in my mind, they're two different people. And like, uh, by by meeting Harrison Ford in a way, I feel like it would take that you away because I would realize that like, oh no, they're both this fucking old carpenter dude, you know? Like, and I don't. Well, let me ask like you this: that. You're technically a professional cosplayer at this point. Uh, semi. <laughs> you have gotten paid. I have been paid to, to cosplay. cosplay. Yeah. You have you ever let someone down in hindsight? Oh, hundred percent. Weird, right, Dimitri? Have I, you ever dropped the fucking ball? I mean, uh, there's definitely times when you're doing conventions and you meet so many different people. You're just that so tired. You get you're just tired, done. or maybe you're short. And there's sometimes there's people that. Uh, Here's an example. Suck. <laughs> Here's an example. There was a guy at a convention that was taking photos of me and Chris doing Supernatural. And we were working the event, doing our thing, and this guy is like, oh, who are you guys supposed to be? Now, mind you, we have a booth. It we says have there's the car. a banner. We have the car from the show, and we have all this stuff. And the guy's like, oh, who are you guys supposed to be? And we're like, oh, we're dressed like Sam and Dean from the show Supernatural. And he literally just was such a dick about it. He's like, oh, yeah, the much older versions of them and just wanted to be that guy. Yeah, but that's not on and you. No, but it's not. But instead of being the professional blow him off kind of guy. You threw a sword at them? Me and Chris were like, Put you really want to do this right now? Because there's a lot of shit in that trunk that'll fuck you up. <laughs> nice. And we got a little hostile at the situation because it's like, dude, come on. Well, it's unnecessary, but that's all on him. But, yeah. like, you know, there are days where when we've been ghost busting, and, like, it'll be, you know, 1130 at night, and we've been at a fucking haunted house all night. Oh, yeah. And all I want is, like, a fucking cup of hot chocolate. You're like, I want to take off these boots. Yeah, fuck yeah. I always want to take off the boots. But then there are days, like, um... <laughs> I don't know what that That was. sound was amazing. Oh, it's like he has a microchip I in his throat. I am not <laughs> editing that out. Yeah. Uh, but then there are days, like, do you remember that, um... Oh, what was it? It was, like, that Jewish festival that we did with New York... Vaguely. And we just were... The big one with all the Ectos? No, 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 no. The one that was at that, like, park, and they didn't bring anything. Yes. Uh, but, like, we had such... We ran that show, and it was a long day, but we had such a blast. It was... When I tell you they were, like... Finish, I had a, a permanent Joker smile. Yeah, and you were hoarse for, I like, was a week after dying. That. And like, but that was a show that they like starts so to finish. Happy. I was on. I was into every single thing, you know. And it was such a good day. It was like a uh, 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 we had a game set up where you shot marshmallows, yeah, the poppers, uh, and and there was like an assembly line. And I don't like getting messy, so I don't like make slime. I don't do. But like the assembly line was like. 
powder the thing, load the gun, hand it to Sean. Sean hands it to the kid. It was and Charlie one was of, barking the whole I, and day, and I'm like a carnival barker. Of like, you know, no, because the line wouldn't end. Oh, yeah. We were the only thing in that entire show with a line. Wow. Yeah. And um, and that was just a show that was, to me, that sticks out as probably one of my favorite Ghostbuster memories to That, date. without question, was, was one of the, the best for, times. For me, my favorite memory is, I, I have two that I really enjoy. One with celebrities and one that was just for us. And uh, my favorite one is when we got to do the Long Island Ducks game. Oh, and yeah. we got called down. I got to drive my car on the, in the stadium, and it was a Ghostbuster night. We had a table. God damn it, I want to do that. Did so they ever call us back? Fun. I, he hasn't answered an email since he, like, begged me to say yes. <laughs> These guys. Yeah, I've tried to follow up with them in the past to uh, our old contact, but I don't think he's there anymore. And so we drove around the stadium, and the guys ran behind me, and I got out, and I actually got to throw the first pitch. Oh, oh awesome. And uh, so that was just – it was just – it was different. It was such a different event for us, and it was just so fun and wholesome. It's and we just got to do, we just got to have such a great experience. See, that's that. the dragon I'm chasing. The dragon I'm chasing is like, you know, there's Cocaine. a there, yep. And it's there also, was a world where I thought acting was going to give me those opportunities. I didn't care about about money or even like like fame seems cool and shitty all at once. What it was was like I would love if a children's hospital. Like was desperate to get me there, yeah. right? Or like getting to be a Make a Wish must be the shit, right? Keanu Reeves just had a Make a Wish and he flew them down. Ugh, he looked to like set such a good time, man. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, like you know, and that's the the big problem that I see with a lot of this is that you have your days, and oh, yeah. I don't want to be the straw that breaks the camel back that day. I always love when people cancel. And you know they canceled for bullshit reasons, but I guarantee some of those cancellations. Just, I can't do it. You today. wake up and you're like, if one I can't more shake a thousand hands sweaty today. person touches me, because I fun fact, if you ever see Ghostbusters pictures of me, very very seldomly do I not have thick gloves on, even in the summer. I don't like when people touch me. Yeah, but I put myself in a position where being like, this little kid wants a hug, and he's watering his chin <laughs> with his fucking nose. I did. I did Superman uh, at a costume. Bum, ba, da, thing. Ba, bum. And this person literally ran up to me and threw their baby at me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not and Superman. You super I'm a, dropped the baby. I'm a guy wearing spandex. Like, you know, relax. She actually knew your dong would catch the baby. That's what it was. Did I, Chris had, do, uh, I had too many pairs of underwear on. Did Chris do Superman? Uh, Chris did uh, the Brendan Routh version. Chris has done uh, Christopher Re- uh, the Brendan Routh Superman Returns Superman. I think I the usually first time I met you guys, Chris Heritos. Chris was doing oh, Superman. yeah, he was the doing brother Superman Supernatural at fame. the Eternal Con back when it was still at the Cradle. Yep, that's when yeah. I met you guys for the first time. And uh, I was doing the Ghostbusters stuff. Chris did Superman yeah, you for and a Steve. little bit. I met you guys dressed as Ghostbusters, and like something bad happened. You told me the story once, like they just like didn't set up a table for you. Or something, and you guys oh, were still like so pleasant that was, enough. That was but when still I first my, my very very first uh, time meeting you guys, I was like, oh, hard pass. <laughs> like they just, I'm not gonna be friends with them. A year later, we're like sharing a hotel room, <laughs> having a good time. Your brother saw my girlfriend's tot at the time. Meanwhile, that convention, not a convention for me, but I would go every year just to hang out in that town. Oh yeah, me Morristown, too. Morristown, New Jersey is just Morristown, beautiful. New Jersey. It was uh, for it was for uh, Derpycon. Derpycon. And Tongue. they had uh, they have a restaurant called Fatties. Oh yeah, you were Ooh. telling me about that. 
Patties. They well, make we the best sandwiches. That horror. So con. good. So Such good. a good time. No, uh, I, I want to go back. I really hope we get to go back to Terrificon next year. I hope so too. They rotate the cars out, so hopefully next year we'll have our shot back. Uh, if not, it might almost be worth to get a table. This last con, it didn't work out in our favor, but I don't yeah. know. It's like yeah, we'll figure it out. For a table. It's different with. It depends what we're doing. If we're just doing Ghostbusters, it's worth it to do a table. But if we're doing Supernatural, you gotta we got to have the car yeah. in the location. And to pay oh, I don't for disagree. that space, it, it's too costly. Think they, ah, this is weird behind yeah. the music. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, sorry, so here's Inside what the real baseball. question is. Sean, uh, talk, talk up. Season four. All right, guys. So season four. Chance podcast. Uh, we're going to be switching to a bi-weekly schedule. And what this is going to do, uh, it's going to allow all you to keep up a little bit better. And it's going to make the season last a little longer. And then on top of that, we're going to be trying to, we're going to kind of coin this season as Second Chance Podcast Season 4 Live, where um, we're going to be going Facebook Live uh, for recording sessions. Hopefully. And, and things like that. So that way pending. you get some behind the scenes stuff. I'd like to, we're going to try to do some more live events uh, where hopefully we can record better. And um, I just have to bring the whole setup. Yeah, we're just going to make this a little bit easier for, for you guys, for us, because um, we were getting to a point where like um, doing a movie every week was tough because you'd get the same movie you get a lot of the same rules and when you're that close together um it starts to feel like a little bit of like a i don't want to say grind but like you're like really this rule again you're like val skipped out on the world war ii rule like 10 times because she got it like twice in a row and there's just only so much you can do with with the rules we have which is why we need you guys to give us some rules because like it'll help us out immensely. we are going to try to also open up uh, a bit to you guys so more than ever uh i think i found a real good way of uh if you have an idea uh, we're going to have a place you can kind of send us a little video of your idea. You can be played on the show. Uh, we're going we're gonna to try to hit the ground running. Uh, also, with that live content, we're just going to try to have more content. Uh, this stuff is going to be kind of up in the air, but there's a lot of stuff, I think, needs a second chance. And we have a, a kind of big enough pool of people I think we can, we can lean on and help grow this thing. Yeah, and we're going to have a lot more guests from a lot of different walks of life. From a lot of different podcasts. And, Not uh, Dimitri again, though, because frankly, you've been terrible. No, this is awful. This I'm is, half asleep. I think we might have to bring Val back. Don't. <laughs> 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 Let's recast there again. But yeah, you know, uh, so just I want you guys to get ready for season four. Um, we're trying to watch tack for on. the release date. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be too long, but uh, you know, we're going to take a little bit of a break uh, while there's still some sunlight out there. And uh, Did nine vacations. Coming yeah. Out. And uh, when we come back, I think you guys are really going to enjoy what we have. And uh, we're going to get out there a little bit more for you guys. Come see me at Halloween Horror Nights. If you're there the week I'm there. Uh, but don't actually say hi. I'll be drunk and busy. I'll be there, too. And drunk on a different night, probably. <laughs> Hopefully not. How great would it be if it wound up overlapping? <sighs> be awesome. Uh, also, come see us on a cruise. Also, don't see us on the cruise. Ooh. Once again, the aforementioned. we will be drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Season five, spoiler alert. It's just all drunk. We're, no, it's just all hungover. <laughs> The whole season. Why don't we do this again? <laughs> we can't do it live because we can't figure out the button. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, as usual, head over to secondchancepodcast.com or 2ND Chance Podcast. Oh, fucking shit. Facebook.com slash 2ND Chance Podcast. Uh, comment, like, subscribe. Um, uh, give us some money. Uh, you send us pictures of your dog. 
Uh, uh, and by dog, he also means your boobs. Penis. Boobs. We like boobs. <laughs> no pe- penises. You can send right to uh, the brother Supernatural <laughs> Facebook forward slash. Amara. Oh, I'm getting it all, baby. Chris fields all those photos. That's fine. <laughs> That's, I bet he does. I bet he does. Special shout out to the dearly departed Valerie. Uh, Val, we miss you, girl. Uh, you had cool hair on your way out, though. Hey, girl. And now um, I'd like to present this uh, tribute to Val. That was beautiful. That was wonderful. Thank, thanks, I Ryan. really like it. It's from all the times that she spoke real far <laughs> away from her mic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Second Chance Podcast. Uh, and we will be back, and we will be probably very similar. Or drunk. Definitely. Hopefully. All right, guys. Get a patter. Let's get a patter. <laughs>